Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hello, Amber. How you doing? Welcome to the Brighter Side. I'm Ed Larson. This is Cena John. Hello. We got a full house here, and we're talking about fear. Amber, we miss you. We love you. Uh, Jackie, say something nice to Amber. Man, fucking miss the way your pussy smells, because I know it smells bad. <laughs> <laughs> Such a hip-hop rapper. <laughs> Just talked about it on Thank the you. show. It's because I, I got a cash money headband on, Amber. You know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> Amber, Mike, Mike Feeney's going to say hi to you. Hi, Amber. You're great. Yeah, but see, he's very nice. He didn't mean that. Madeline, <laughs> Madeline do you want to say? Hey, Amber. Yeah. No, see, it, it's getting worse as it goes on, because the people are caring <laughs> Amber, Amber, I'm gonna come out to LA and drag you to Saudi Arabia. I'll see you soon, honey. Bye, Amber. Nice talking to you. Bye, Amber. Oh, wait, Mary, uh, say hi and hang up. Smooch, smooch. Bye, Amber. All right. All right. Today we are talking about fear, and I love oh. this because this is a limitless topic where it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. I think we should, uh, in honor of Miss Amber Nelson, uh, I've seen her do this many times when you're stuck in a conversation you don't want to be in, uh, especially at these. Uh, Comedy Central events or whatever, and uh, she'll just ask an executive or like an accountant in the middle of it. She's like, "What's your worst nightmare?" <laughs> <It's> like, <"Right." laughs> and it always fucking kills me. So I think that's one of the things we should start with today, Miss Madeline Osen, chef extraordinaire. Hello for Sullivan Street Bakery. Yes, I am. Welcome, executive pastry chef. Executive wow. pastry chef. What's your worst nightmare? Ooh, getting stuck. Getting stuck, stuck in a place, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not having no like movement, no growth in my life, like, oh, like kind a, of like a fa- getting this like, job yeah. and then that's it. And then I'm that's here for like fear? that's not one like, of my biggest fears. Not like a rock hitting you in the head. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm not afraid of no rock. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like a bat that rock out the air. Yeah. I got it. So yeah. where would be the worst place for you to be stuck in your fears? I mean, Saudi Arabia is pretty bad. Saudi Arabia would be pretty bad. Maybe like a tank filled with snakes. Snakes are also a really big fear. That mine. could happen that in is Saudi like, Arabia. That would definitely be like a really big fear of mine. <laughs> Jackie Zabrowski, biggest fear. Oh, I'm going to say, all right, straight up. In general, Mother Nature. But number one, tsunamis. Tsunamis are Whoa. unstoppable force. No, they will fucking they destroy it. You watch tsunami video. Take a take a I've day. watched. No, I have. <laughs> That's the thing. Is I grew up every night for most of my childhood. In the middle of the night, it would be we were out in Far Rockaway. It was a place we always went out to the beach. And all of a sudden, this huge, huge, huge wave would come. And then I would be running and running and running. You can't fucking do anything. There's and then nothing. you fucking swallow it up. And then and every night I would have a panic attack and as I would drown in the tsunami. Yeah. And so now I'm scared. Even I'll go to the beach and just be like, is it going to happen? Is this the time? Well, because you see man, the water backing up. You see fishies flopping on the ground. <laughs> you know that it's coming. Yeah, but it also could be the gurgling. It could be an eruption underneath. It could be a far-off eruption that all of a sudden sparks it, gets bigger, gets bigger, gets bigger, because they can't, because they cut all the funding. They can't monitor That's it the anymore. funding? So what, the ocean? To meteorology. <laughs> to NASA. Done with cut the ocean. The funding to NASA. They can't predict them. But meteorology has nothing God. to do with earthquakes. Yes, it does. It, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. They measure tsunami. They, yeah, they can measure the tsunami after it's happened, but they can't predict them. They can't predict them. The thing <laughs> is not the wave that drives me crazy. It's just like the force of never stopping ocean just invading where you live. When you watch these things, they just take out like schools and like you just yeah. just like a bustle. Come swim by. It's the craziest shit you've ever seen. Did you watch that Haiti footage? Yeah. Oh, man, man. That, that just boom. They're all over. Amber's Haiti's calling. over. Speed two, cruise control. Never <laughs> 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 get on the boat. Is it speed three? I think on the boat. I think it's two. Speed two. Speed two is on the boat. Two. Yeah. On the boat. Speed I two's refuse on the boat. to look it up. That's a <laughs> Jason Patrick. <laughs> man, tsunami right there. They replaced Keanu with Jason Patrick. The, my favorite part of speed two is when the cruise ship hits a sailboat and then the sailboat explodes. It's a sailboat. It sailboat. doesn't have, you know, gas. Combustible. No. No. <laughs> Who knows what was on the sailboat? Maybe a TNT. Hence, sailing. <laughs> Mike Feeney, thanks for showing up. Hey, man. Thanks. Worst nightmare. Uh, I have a, a water-based nightmare uh, <laughs> about just the idea of being out at sea and then, like, even if I was on, like, a safe boat and then... Being in the ocean at night, like just like jumping, like if I had to jump in the water and just was swimming in any amount of water, it would just really, I just feel like at any point I'd just be swallowed. Not even necessarily a shark, just anything. Just if dead. I can't, so yeah. just any pitch, animal. pitch black swimming, like that, like that movie Deep Water or like whatever that, is that what it was called? Where the guy is just stranded. Where they're stranded the out yeah. in the middle no, of the ocean. That there? to me the is just like. The ocean's terrifying it as fuck. Is, it is like quiet, but also there's so much happening underneath. It's really just And you move so far so quickly without right. knowing. Yeah, and then just to have something like brush up against you Ugh. and you can't see. Or fucking oh no, that's that's no. Yeah, it's we, funny you say that because like when I'm in my bed, I like really hope something brushes up against me that I don't know what's happening because I think like that would be snake. kind of yeah, like I would think. It would yeah, be but what if it was a water bed? And it's, you know, be like that. But I like in the ocean. Be, no, I had no. a water bed too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eddie, I'm gonna be honest. Everything that about you screams, I've owned a water bed. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole personality is, I have owned several water beds. Wait, Ed, did wait. you get laid on your water bed? No. 
No, I uh, I had one too young. I had yeah. it. I went from a what a, years? Mine was also pre fuck. I went from like <laughs> this is I don't know the years, but I know I went from a race car bed like as like an infant or like a child, and then went right to a water bed. Cool. Uh, and then I had that probably until high school, and then uh, there was a scissor. In the bed and it popped. Oh so. yeah! Oh, I thought you yeah. meant you was like, like you two lesbians. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm fucking done with this. <laughs> two lesbians were in there without me, and yeah. I got pits. Because <laughs> they just know where water beds are. <laughs> and they're scissoring. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call Amber back. She just All called right. me. All right. Hello. Hi, Amber. How are you doing? Amber Nelson, you're Hi. on the air. Tina, John, I haven't heard your delightful voice in months. How are you? <laughs> good, Amber. How are you? I'm good. I'm so sorry I missed the call. I was at work and it slipped my mind and then I couldn't get away and now I'm here. But here we are. We're doing great. Amber Nelson, what's your worst nightmare? My worst nightmare? Well, I am a big uh, uh, follower of nightmares. Um, I think they, they're like a, um, they're, it's your body telling you something that's very important. And one of my worst nightmares was I walked in a room and I saw myself cutting my own legs off and laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty good. It was was totally spooky and it stuck with me. And the reason it stuck with me (laughs) because I You know, that's very deep. What was that last part? very deep. It was about because I was drinking a lot at that time. Uh So I'm basically so is this recent? Uh, crippling myself. This was like uh, maybe a year ago, but I was drinking okay. pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, you're crippling yourself right now. Maybe take a week off of drinking. And then maybe, you know, next time you get back into it, don't drink so much. And <laughs> it, the nightmare went away. So you had it more than once, though. I had it more than once. Yeah, just walking into a room and I'm just laughing away, cutting what, my legs off. What are you using to cut your legs off? Uh, so alcohol. Oh, what was I using? Yeah. Just like a knife, like a shiv, like a long knife. <laughs> like a shiv, like a shiv, like, just like a piece of metal? <laughs> yeah, just like, like a, a piece of metal, thing? just like, ha, 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 just like cutting them off. <laughs> All right, well, I'm glad you got past that. The uh, <laughs> Jackie Zabrowski, what do you think that means? Do you think she was right with the alcoholism? Do you think it was that was that a toy? I mean, you're the queen of the Vizzies. You know. I think I think that you just uh, you were too scared of how beautiful your your legs were, and that you were like, oh, oh maybe yes. if I'm a cripple, I'll get further. Oh, yeah. I think I you mean, were actually thinking sure for your career. Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. thinking for your career instead of against your career. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A cripple who's hilarious? Where are they? There is like four, but you know that's only because I mean there's like eight, but you count them as halves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not allowed to say cripple anymore. I forgot. Amber, we've had a lot of ocean fears. Mike Feeney's uh, afraid of getting stuck in the middle of the ocean. Uh, Jackie's ah. scared of tsunamis. What do you think that is? I'm also terrified of, of the same thing, even when I'm just in three feet of water. What do you think that is? Uh, well, are you talking about your dreams or your actual fears? Our, our, true, our, our true fears, our true fears. Oh, truth is, well, it's something, water is something that is very uncontrollable. Mm. Uh, so you're, you're afraid of the things that you cannot control sweeping you out. Water is also a metaphor for, in your dreams, it's a metaphor for sex. So if you have a nightmare with water, describe the water. If it's like a raging ocean, that means you have a very powerful sex life. Truth. If it's a moggy swamp, that means you are, um, uh, that means you, you have some, like, disturbing fantasies. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I'm on like a pontoon boat. 
<laughs> I'm usually squatting in a creek. <laughs> I don't know what but that fear means. Fear of water. I mean, because it's fear of the unknown. It's fear that you can't see. You know, it's fear of the future of things that may come that you can't control. Mike, what are you? What are you afraid fear. of that you can't see? I have a. I don't know. I don't know. Everything. I guess. Uh, yeah. I have a nightmare constantly where I get uh, like I'm in some public place and there's like an like a shooter or something and then I'll get shot enough to where it doesn't kill me but I like feel the bullet hit me and I'm like I'm gonna pretend like I'm dead and then I lay down to be like I'll get out of this and then they walk. I hear the footsteps walk over and then like the gun noise will go up and then that's when you're like ah! you know that's you just it. yeah yeah and then that's but you're like fuck I guess maybe that means you know you shouldn't uh, shouldn't play dead you know you got to fight. I, last I don't know. I don't that know. might be Fight that happens so often. That might be a premonition. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just on Final that. Destination three. Like, you know? what's oh, the man, chances of you monkeys. getting stuck in the middle of the ocean? Pretty, yeah. n- pretty low. I mean, why not? Sure. It could be working a cruise ship or something. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have had very similar uh, types of dreams as well. I always am being chased and then murdered in my worst dreams. Really? It's yeah. either uh, uh, different levels of elaborate chase. Sometimes it's more fantastical because I play a lot of video games, so it's like something parkouring off walls. It'll be doing something weird. Other times, it'll be, like, very slow where I'm just, like, in a bar and some guy will, like, be a very upset with me. And he will he will kill me and he will shoot me. And then I'll wake up, to your point, Mike, right when you hear the gun pop and then you feel, like, almost you feel it's the warm. bullet. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, huh. <laughs> and then, oh, man. Oh, that usually dreams. happens when you're I stop. having them. Exactly. Sorry? Exactly right, Amber. Exactly right. The anxiety dreams. And I was going to say, because it's usually when I'm not smoking weed. And that's when all the anxiety oh, comes yeah. back. Yeah. And my subconscious is like, we're here to get you now. Thank you. You tried to shut <laughs> us out. <laughs> Weed's great we for feeling the hangovers. And yeah. uh, people like to think that marijuana is just completely fine. But, you know, it, you have withdrawals. Like, try not smoking weed for two days. You no. Know? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Let's cut back on the judgment, Amber. Okay? Let's pump the brakes. I know you're living that clean life out in LA, yeah. but we're still over here in the in the trenches and we need it. Oh <laughs> uh, man, water's a big one, especially when they have all those big spooky monsters down there and the someone always, some scientist is discovering a big old monster recently and I'm I don't know, I'm just like leave him alone. Well, Amen. Well, we've been eating all their fish, and now they're starting to come to the surface, and we're finding shit that we're not supposed to find. I think exactly. That, I think we know more about space than we do the ocean. Yeah, we do. Yeah. 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 yeah, we know. I say we just keep it that way. <laughs> like, do we yeah. really? What are we gonna do about it? I don't know. Fucking James Cameron with your trying to find Avatar at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> just <Cameron. Yeah. laughs> I know. I mean, what's the best thing that could possibly happen? Like taking a ship down to the bottom. Like, oh look, there's a big scary monster. Okay, like what are we gonna do about it? And then your <laughs> yeah, like head just compresses, just... and like, yeah. your eye falls into your throat and shit. Because that's what happens down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's much nicer to die in space than it is in yeah, the bottom of the nicer. ocean. Absolutely. Yeah. At least it's instant. No, oh, you just kind of suffocate. Now, Amber, I need some quick advice, and then we'll let you go. I for my dreams that are the ones, the nightmares that I have, I have a lot of like battle dreams, like Braveheart or like whatever. Just like Sounds the, so the fun. middle of the fucking. You think that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like then I watch like you get sliced in half. You know, uh, it happened. We gotta fight together. You know, I mean, like we're obviously gonna be on the same side. You know, but like but there's a lot of but like, oh, I so watch it. It's like me and my dying. friends are in like battle oh. together, like old school battle, like Confederate. 
freaking battle. We're Whoa. fighting. Yeah, we're, Confederate battle. We're fighting for the Confederates. <laughs> yeah, you know. You and yeah. Cena, yeah. <laughs> hey, you can't control what you dream about, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think well, about you, that? What do you think that means? Well, you if, seem you, to know if you alone. dream about people and that you know these people, um, try to write down three characteristics of those friends on a piece of paper, right? Mm-hmm. And those are the characteristics that you understand with inside yourself. Like, say you have a dream about Cena, and, you know, you would think, like, um, positive person, hardworking. That's, like, that's some attributes oh, I would, I would attribute to Cena. Yeah. So that's now, are hard and working separate? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But if you sorry, but if you dream about people that you don't understand, that you don't know, these are people that this is a part of your personality that you've yet to come to understand. Deep. And like what yeah, and what are those people doing in the dream? You know, what kind of weapons are they yielding? Like these are all like little key elements to your parts of your personality that you've yet to come into fruition. And the fact that the battle keeps happening, it means that you you're sort of battling within yourself, you're still trying to find um uh, pieces of your personality and who you are. You feel like you have it. You're, you feel like you're being thrown into the world as a man, but you're still trying to figure out who you are first. All right. Well, let's take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think that got to you. <laughs> yeah. Are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> you're crying. <laughs> Do someone else, Amber. Do someone else. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Mary, we oh, didn't get man. to your fears, I don't think. Oh, God. What are your, your nightmares? You know, I recently have been watching The Keepers on Netflix, and I realized while watching that, I think that my deepest fear is nuns. Oh, nuns? They're so scary. Oh. I yeah. met a friendly ex-nun the other day. Yeah, she was a nun, and then she couldn't, uh, she couldn't hack, and she left. She was great. Mm-hmm. But I think, actually, I have a lot of dreams, and um, I'm scared by uh, demon possession, which I think is just... All of that Catholicism I grew up with. Yeah. It really explains it. I think the Catholicism is so spooky and they pretend like they're just like normal drinkers, you know? And I'm like, you guys believe in like witches and the devil, you know? What are you doing sitting around at a barbecue? (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. How were you? Where were you raised again? Presbyterian? Baptist? Uh, Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist. How's that? Do uh, Do you still go to church every once in a while? No, I should. I mean, I really like, I, I, I do believe in Christianity, but it's only because Jesus Christ like never said anything negative about like women or people of color or gay people. He was like total positivity. And, but I think that human beings just bastardized that over the years. That murdered him. Um, sorry, yeah, they murdered him, <laughs> you know. To be clear, Eddie um, murdered so, him. <laughs> sorry? Eddie did it. So that's the kind of Christianity that I like. Oh, Eddie did. The Jewish people. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and the Italians. Don't think of... The <laughs> they get off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Those> goddamn Romans. <laughs> Played their part. Amber, we miss you. Thank you so much for calling yeah. and letting us uh, let's and hanging out with us for so a little bit. So great to hear your voice, Amber. And your dreams remind me that I don't get enough Amber Nelson in my life. So, oh, oh my gosh, I miss everybody so much. I miss um, I like the quality of life and out here, but I miss New Yorkers more. They're yeah. just fun and like to laugh and just do stupid shit. You know, everybody in LA is like, but is a manager watching me? I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And it's it's a, like a constant showcase. It just gets so tiring. Well, good luck. We're all rooting for you. 
Thank you. <laughs> all right. Be good. Have fun. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, everybody. I love you all. Bye. 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 All right, robots, internet. What do you guys think? Scary, not scary? <laughs> Definitely scary. No, awesome. Scary. Not scary. Give in. Robots, 100% scary. I'm ready to jack into the net, ready to have the robots come in. <laughs> you know what it is? I think the, the more I looked into Elon Musk, the more I was scared of robots, but not scared of technology. I love yeah. Elon yeah. Musk's technology. SpaceX. He's, I, I'm really <laughs> like, he He makes me not as scared of robots, but the fact that he hates robots so much um, in general Scares makes me. It, that that's scares terrifying. me. That's what scares me. <laughs> yeah, because he sees like there's like the ability to create a robot. The cost of that is going to go down dramatically in the next fifty years, and I think that's what he's maybe afraid that's of. Is that like man. he's Anybody a responsible man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a responsible man. I trust Elon Musk. Yeah. I don't trust like the Kickstarter project that's going to happen in fifteen years, where some fucking lunatic in Bushwick is just fucking putting together a robot himself, and then he just does whatever the hell he wants with it. You know who's going to do it? Jerry Jones. Jerry, Jerry Jones <laughs> yeah. is going to build an army of robots. I can see it coming. Have you guys ever heard about the gray goo theory? What's it's this up? idea yeah. there because they're developing uh, molecular nanotechnology, which is just like really small robots. So you can basically like uh, repair things that's wrong with the human body on the inside and like uh, do all this like uh, specialized Ugh. stuff with nanobots. Teeny tiny robots. Teeny tiny robots. Well. And they have this theory that uh, teeny tiny robots could, uh, and also part of it is that they self-replicate. They're building no. self-replicating okay. robots. No. No. I'm not into that. And do it's that. the idea <laughs> that the self-replicating you don't want the robots to get laid. Yeah. They take over and cover the whole world in something called gray goo, which is basically just nano machines that gain sentience and then take over all biomass. Don't yes. have children. Yeah, stop that now. That's Let's much worse than that. Zika. Yeah. For I sure. think you just like anything that has like that immediate reaction from normal people like us, you just shouldn't do it, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. We got I'm opinions. Yeah. Yeah. I know that that's not good. No. Man. <laughs> All right, so robot war. Yeah. You fight him or you hide? I was uh, <laughs> I was literally up until two thirty watching because I, I flipped past Judgment Day. Terminator Two was on, nice. and I was like, "Well, I'm, nice. now I'm committed." So I, I watched <laughs> so much of that movie again, and it's just like uh, the fact of the, them coming back and all this other they, you know with the time. My whole theory on like uh, time travel and shit, which is not what you asked, but yeah, uh, it's it. I feel like <laughs> if time travel exists in the future, we would have already gone back to fix our mistakes. So I feel like this right now is our best possible outcome. Mm. See, but yeah. what about Elon Musk? <laughs> I mean, Elon Musk has <laughs> come to. to I think he. No, I feel like he's Elon Musk the future. future? That's why I think he yeah. hates oh. robots. I'm gonna ask you an indelicate question: Are you sexually attracted to Elon oh. Musk? Oh. <laughs> yes. Are you gonna give me all of the answers? And I believe that he's from the future that has come back. Oh. The reason why he hates robots so much <laughs> is because he knows something. The his technology that is so far beyond everything that, that we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to have a rocket that lands like oh, yeah. the way yeah. it left off. Did you know crazy. that land that took off and landed faster than someone free falled from the outer atmosphere? So it took off and then landed in the same spot faster than someone free. But didn't like three of them blow up or something? Yeah, when they, they tried had, to do they it? had a few failures. But they, you know, that's a fair bit. Yeah, well, uh, I'm sure there like, was a few maybe failures. Maybe he's got to make it look real. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to like you know. Pull oh, you on figured, yeah. If he was yeah, from the future, he'd do it, it right the first yeah. time. Yeah, but he can't do that. He's like putting on. But the he airs. doesn't have the technology. 
to here. do it. That, that he knew that like, he's he just knew some it was... schmo from the future that knows oh. it exists. But do you guys find it weird though that like every like all of our you know ideas of the future that's been through pop culture since like the 70s and 80s it's all and they said it was going to be in like the year 2000 or something but the fact that it's all this Jetson like like all the movies that they make all kind of revolve around the same like yeah. flying cars yeah. and like the Which cities that are rubble. Yeah, it's like their city is rubble and everything's built on stilts and you're just like, how do you... How does everybody share? Like, we just all agree, like, oh, yeah, it's going to look like that pretty soon. But then you think about Spaceship Earth mm-hmm. at Disney. Love and Spaceship then Walt Earth. Disney. Carousel yeah. Progress. At the, at the end of Spaceship Earth, when you're going down backwards, it has the whole thing of, like, the holograms holograms and talking to, like, your mom that's in Japan and you're in the United States. And she's looking at you through the video cam and she's saying goodnight Spaceship to you. Spaceship Earth actually and Carousel Progress kind of nailed it. They nailed yeah. it. Like, they, 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 that was something that, like, wasn't too futuresque, but just enough that actually actually happened that like in Carousel of Progress when they're like like oven turn yourself to 375 degrees we can do that we have now. That. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah it's a great big beautiful, beautiful tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> shining at the end of every day <laughs> it's a great big beautiful <laughs> tomorrow and tomorrow is just to dream away dream away is the last one. Oh, okay <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I missed rehearsal. Yeah, I didn't know. Florida the people once or twice. I didn't know. I didn't know. Mike, we've been here since 9 a.m. Yeah. Just Try to Jackie Gleason it, you know what I mean? Oh, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off what you were saying, but you're right. There's a lot of it is. And that's, I feel like, the people that were so, they were like, this is, it's like, it was like grandeur thinking. Mm-hmm. That, like, it's not going, it most likely won't happen. But the people that thought smaller for the future actually were kind we're of pretty, spot on. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm just specifically talking about Walt Disney. Yeah. And I, Isaac You want to talk about fucking fear? Disney police. Those guys are fucking terrifying. Ooh, what goes on at Disney is fuck fucking insane. It's like they the Vatican. They have their yeah, own they their, their own yeah. city. Yeah. Stop yeah. and frisk. Oh, they do whatever they fucking want oh, yeah. at Disney. They There's no rules. Jail. They run Jail. that shit. They have a and court those, system. I think. The underground they, tunnels are really creepy. And they don't let people really die creepy. on property except for that kid. But, uh, you know, they don't. Oh, they, they, if so what, they will keep you alive. Put you in an ambulance in speed off of Disney property, and you will die right off of property. Wow! They will. Or they I mean, won't, that just seems won't. like a smart PR move. It's though. a great yeah. PR. Yeah. That's good That's business. Except, where is the documentary about it? That's how much money they have. That's scary. Well, me. Disney would have to distribute it. No, the people that work at Disney, if you ever talk to those people, it means like you'll hear stuff, but they're not allowed Cash to talk about I've only seen yeah, Beverly Hills Cop so 3, so that's as close I mean, as I'll get to movie. like the Disney conspiracy. It's like Axel Foley getting it's in scary. there. It's scary. It's very scary. <laughs> Man, they do a lot of weird, shady shit, but I got to say, completely love it. Disney? Oh yeah, I'm not a so I'm not a Disney. Guy. I mean, I haven't been since I was like nine, I think. But don't like, go with children; they'll ruin. Well, that was the thing. I just feel like I feel like it's all children when I go there. You mm. know what I mean? Like I don't want to. I feel like that's a place you go as a parent, and I feel like it's it's strange for me to go to a place that's mostly. It's a, for children. You rub it in the parents' faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're so. I'm upset running around there with my beautiful wasted. girlfriend, getting a bunch of fast passes, going whatever ride we want to fucking go on. Yeah, not not living that kid life. Your kid's crying. I'm sitting there, like you know, having a great time. 
Rub it in their fucking faces. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You beeline it from ride to ride to ride to ride. And you drink in between, oh. and it's the best. I also just, this just reminded me of another fear I had from Disney. I had a, I used to have a big fear of roller coasters. Really? Because I got, the first time I went to Disney when I was like, I think four or something, they took me on Space Mountain. Yeah. And I wasn't oh, even big enough. Well, I wasn't amazing. big enough to go on it. And I like tippy-toed in or did like yeah. put lifts in my shoes or something. So, but I remember not even the roller coaster, which, ruined me uh, for a while. I came out of that pale and crying. I don't know what was going on. But I remember being on the line for it and they were playing a video. It was like all these like space videos and they were like, today a person walked on the face of the sun and they showed a guy in like a moon suit, like a space suit, like take one step onto what looked like the sun and then just burst into flames. And then he like slowly like fell over and burned to death and everybody, I thought it was real. I was like, this is Happened? This is today? Like no one's even like, <laughs> like people are just like folk like it's the ride and I'm like there's somebody died. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> it really real and then we went on the roller coaster so it was uh, yeah it was a terrifying it took me years to get over it took me to like end of high school to go on roller coasters again after that. Childhood fears based off of stuff you've seen because I remember being terrified of Mars attack because I saw it when I was a little kid. Oh Mar- yeah. Mars attack. Mars the mo- attack. That yeah. was Mars when hilarious. he bit off the when she bites out the finger yeah. and spits it into the thing that fucked me up too a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I think I'm a little bit older than you guys, so I just found it to be hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was a funny I didn't know it was a comedy. Movie. I was like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man, childhood fears. Freddy Krueger, for sure. Uh, running, uh, coming into the garage when I would come home, and then, like, you know, you're like, basement's dark, and I would, like, walk upstairs, but it was so dark that I remember always thinking Freddy Krueger was in the basement, yeah. so I would sprint up the steps. Mm-hmm. And I sprinted up the steps for... 15 years like when I was much older than being afraid and you just do that and that's now a routine like even now today I'll sometimes run up the steps because like I don't know. You're Maybe. so used to it. Yeah. <laughs> I owe it my whole. I used to skip steps to run up them faster because yeah. I thought the dude from Leprechaun was coming to kill me. <laughs> oh, the original yeah. Leprechaun because oh, he could Leprechaun. fit under your bed. Yeah. So that was like it was. That <laughs> and was, he went to space. Yeah, yeah. He was smoking <laughs> weed in the hood. <laughs> but that was pre him smoking weed. That's when he was still like you know yeah. like a. Danger. Leprechaun scared the shit out of me when that came out. So I remember much. That. What yeah. got me? Gremlins got me yeah. when it came out because I saw that at such a young age. So, because they were, because everyone thinks it was like a kids' movie and a comedy. Yeah. A kids movie. <laughs> and those fucking gremlins are ruthless. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and, and effects then were real life. Well, yeah. So they had to be like gross and gooey. And you had to fight yeah. it and yeah, shit. Yeah, it yeah. was like the very, very. CGI intense. is not as scary as puppetry. Absolutely not. Because you could see that it's, it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, puppetry like, in general. It's like, why aren't you blinking yeah. enough? Some, yeah. <laughs> some of those old school I'm, effects were terrifying, though. And The Exorcist, where she goes backwards down the stairs. Exactly. The Terrified me as a crucifix. Yeah, the, the, the priest, he died. With uh, in it though, I still keep the shower curtain open to this day. I will always keep the shower curtain open. I don't know if the fucking thing is moving. I don't know if like a weird blood balloon is coming out. Like I don't want to hear. Like anytime, sometimes if I'm too drunk and I take a shower, I feel like I still hear his voice coming from the drain. 
It's wow. that it so fucks me up. I always you it. keep the shower curtain open as your bathroom. I was gonna say, wet, is it flooded? Oh no, no, when not when I'm taking the shower. When any other time oh, I'm not oh, in the shower, so no one's uh, I keep it open. I do that too. I had a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. It's just a general fear. I was like, just the maintenance on the <laughs> I love everything to be wet. <laughs> water, water everywhere. But that's you know, a big that thing, checking behind the shower curtain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then it's like the sibling weird things, which I was thinking about that too. My entire life, Henry and I used to sleep as like almost like a railroad room like in Queens we slept head to head so every night he would tell me stories and then this one night that he told me because I lived like it was like, this big window right next to this huge oak tree mm. and he said if you I don't know why you made it up he said if you don't sleep with socks on that gnomes were gonna come in angry gnomes and pull me from like like pull me from <laughs> through the window and I would live in the tree and mom and dad would never find me and then I would have to live there as their slave so for most of my life I slept with socks on and every once in a while I still sleep with socks on because yeah. it, it scares well, me so much. it's a terrifying much. image. But it's also yeah. like, I think that's, yeah. I think that's a, the story of Get Out, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but like, why do you make like siblings do that like weird shit where it's like, why did you say that to me, you asshole? I did that with my sisters. I told them there was a monster in a toilet. If you stayed on the toilet too long after flushing, it would eat you. Yeah, get that's down. fun. Ghoulies, oh man. That's another one. But the one with the little gremlin sticking out of the toilet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that from Blockbuster. Yeah, exactly. Blockbuster would just give you fears from looking at the, 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 covers, the covers of the shit. The dentist. The dentist oh, always Corbin fucked Burson. me up with the razors coming out of her gums. <gasps> That's right. Oh, oh, my God. And I would just stare at that. And I watched it once. It wasn't as scary as Not the cover It's kind of funny. Of yeah. yeah. None of them were as scary as the cover. Yeah, but the cover was very scary. I was terrified of dinosaurs when I was a young child. Like I was like it was like like literally what could I couldn't deal with at all. Not really pre Jurassic Park. Like as like a because they were just so unstoppable that they just like they terrified the shit out of me. It's just, like if they come back, you know. Like I knew they were if extinct, they come back. but like they'll just win. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, man. The Jurassic Park came out and just ruined your life. You know, like, <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, they just used to uh, unstoppable forces like the tsunami, like are just the most terrifying thing in the world. When there's nothing you can do, you're completely helpless. Yeah, is it Ugh. weird that I feel like uh, I've always wanted to be in an earthquake? Same. I have really? never been in an earthquake. You, you and me, man. We're in a bunch of notes I've always together. Wanted <laughs> a lot of fears and a lot of weird ambitions. And I always <laughs> wanted to see it twice. twice and I never it? had an earthquake, and I was furious about it because I was like, I've been living here long enough. I should at least get a little bit of a tremor. Yeah. But I still have yet to go. Have you ever seen the one. Red Hot Chili Peppers Californication music video yeah. where they, everything is like earthquake oh, uh, and they're running uh, through yeah. like yeah. a video game? I was, I'm confident I could do that. Super confident. I used to do I jump. I was good at track and did hurdles. I'm good. Oh, I'm gonna fucking ready for it. Yeah, I mean, I threw shot put. You were you were made to do the shot put. Oh, oh, yeah. I was mediocre. Yeah, but like you, <laughs> if they cast the shot put thrower. Oh yeah, no, 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 I would shave my head and fucking yeah, give me an accent. I'm in there. <laughs> That's great. Are any of you guys uh, scared of tornadoes? That's a big I was terrified of tornadoes as a huh. child. That was my biggest fear. Where did you grow up? Florida. 
Okay. Hurricanes don't bother me. Right. But tornadoes always. Well, it's like same thing with earthquakes. Why earthquakes are so scary? Because they come out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, like uh, hurricanes are fucking devastate cities, but they give you a week's notice. Yeah. You know, you see it slow and steady, and you're like, that's gonna fuck us up. Yeah, Something you- <laughs> about the green sky too. The yeah. fact that the sky turns green. But also, if, if you ever see ones like it's the silence. It's so terrifying, and, so and everything and turns, turns green. Train, yeah. mm-hmm. And it's like it's so. I, I mean, it's fucking awesome though it's really awesome but it's uh it's definitely the scariest thing of all time because you don't know where it's going so these are all natural disaster kind of fears and stuff like that. unstoppable shit unstoppable stuff but what about fear of heights because we were talking about that a little bit before the show i got that i have a fear of heights but i like heights like i've been skydiving yeah but when i'm up in like a tall building my first thought is what if i jump my that's my thought too it's not really like the height but it's that I have this feeling that I'm I'm gonna jump. Yeah. If somebody yeah. opens a window, I'm just gonna jump out. Yeah, I do that too. And I'm not gonna stop. Like, especially at Radio City Music Hall. I don't know why there, but like when there's like Ooh. when they when they let you out, yeah. you're like I can hop down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty common thing. They call it like the uh, it's some French word, but it means the appeal of the void. Yeah. 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 Where you just step. Wow. It's kind of that I'm thing yeah, when any feel it, just exactly. to feel it, just feel what would that be like to just and then to be able be to a, cut uh, it off right before that. He'd be like, just impact. kidding. Yeah. Sorry, I take it back. My wife used to work on the 66th floor of the Empire State Building, and like her office, she had the keys to her office, so we would go in there at like night, and the windows were Have like sex. these like six <laughs> foot, <laughs> six <laughs> foot, six foot wide windows that you could pick up, and there was no screen. Whoa. So like, first you like look out, you know, straight down, which it's Fuck. like insane. It's- but then I would like lay on my back and like put my torso out while she would like hold my foot or something and then I would like look up and that's the part where it's like you really just it's really creepy. Yeah, wow. it's super, super yeah. dangerous. Wait, is she a strong woman? No, she wasn't. Like, I wasn't, she wasn't <laughs> oh, like, I mean, I'm a hundred pounds. So I feel like, <laughs> it was like a, a, a nearby rabbit could hold on to me, but it was no. It was. Uh, <laughs> they were very. With tall buildings too, I get the fear that honestly, like a plane is going to crash into it. Like, really? That's I have a huge fear of that. Wow. It doesn't. I don't get that. Surprisingly enough, living in this city, like I don't. Yeah. I never really. I never really think about it that much. I oh. get scared of terror, terrorist attacks a lot. I've had a couple times where uh, one time I was on the train and a guy was kind of like weird and fidgety, like one of those guys that everyone kind of checks in and is like, "That's a weirdo." And he mm. left a backpack on the train and got off right before Times Square, and then like half the train car just left because uh, the backpack was on it. Well, don't worry, you'd be safe. I'll let yeah. you know. Before. That's terrifying. <laughs> uh, you know why that's so terrifying though is because you can't. Like, they do those security checkpoints in, like, the big stations, but if someone got on, that's, like, a fear I have is, like, they'll have, a, like, you know, as much dynamite as possible, just get on in Queens and then just take it to Times Square and then blow that up, and then the ground and infrastructure will get all messed up, and then all the buildings will start falling, and then we're back to the Californication video. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're oh, built. These, New York uh, City's built on like some crazy ass steel and shit. And they go, no, I don't think it. I don't it's think so it will. Yeah, no, it's fine. The edges that are built on trash might fall off, like yeah. Chelsea Piers. You're golfing. Yeah. See you later. York Avenue is just supposed to be a place for the tide to come in and out. Like yeah. no one was supposed to live. It was supposed <laughs> to start at first, and they're like. 
It just, I don't know. You yeah. gotta be scared of too big of an explosion though, because there's a fault line that runs right through the island of Manhattan. Well, the only thing that keeps it together is the weight of the island. Yeah, that's the it. Buildings. And that's why we had that the tremor a few years ago, and that's fucking. Well, that tremor was worse in D.C. Yes, it was, yeah. but the fault line runs right through Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, if that goes. It's over, dude. Get off the island. It's Don't stand on the over. island. Don't live on it's, the it's island. It has nothing to do with the island. Oh. It's all over. All of the northeast is underwater. No. That's a tsunami. Oh, that's a tsunami. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's earthquakes. We've established that. Ooh. It's got nothing to do with meteorology. Uh, another big fear uh, is uh, another big uh, blackout. A coworker of mine lived through the blackout. That's, 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 that that's a dream. I think yeah. that, I, I, I don't know this time. Yeah. Well, she lived in the Lower East Side at the time, and she said that she would walk down the street with like a group of other people, and she could just hear people getting mugged in the black, like that's small, true. smaller, like totally Ooh. dark. Uh, no light at all. Small yeah. streets. Yeah. <laughs> My biggest fear about that would be getting stuck in an elevator. And yes. elevators are a huge fear of mine. I hate being in elevators. Ooh. I do not like being in them. And getting stuck in an elevator and dying in Is an it elevator. Is the claustrophobia of it? It's a little bit of the claustrophobia for sure. <clears throat> but it's also like the falling. Mm. Like what if something snaps if and then drops. you just like... Drop. And that happens a couple of years ago. Uh, that lady. shit happens because those things aren't trusted. That lady got sliced in half. By yeah, yep. getting sliced in wait, half. Wait, what is? Because that's really. Wait, what happened? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's He's I, scared. Every you time fear. I'm not afraid <laughs> in an elevator, but I'm afraid the second I walk out of yes. one, as I'm that halfway happened. through, You're it's gonna, gonna drop. Like, Come on, it, ha- <laughs> it happened. I can't have no. It the whole front of her off. It happened like. It happened within like the first couple months of me living in New York. So that was like three and a half years ago. A lady got on an elevator and suddenly the cable snapped and it just. Now that's now there's validation. Are you gonna jump off the elevator now? Well, I don't know what I'm gonna have to do now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to just like time it. You know what is always scary? You know it's never gonna be a good thing if you're watching elevator camera footage. Like it's (laughs) (laughs) something horrible is about to happen. Yeah, when you see people just like hit the ceiling and you're like, how fast is that going? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember what the lady who was found in the water tower? Oh, God. Elisa Lamb. What? What? (laughs) There was this lady in L.A. at this hotel, and they found her in the water. They said the hotel is haunted. She went It was the same hotel Richard Ramirez lived in. Yes. Elisa Lamb. Elisa Lea, yeah. So she went missing. No one knew where she was. They found her two weeks later. Also, her body in the water tower on the top of the hotel. Everyone had been drinking and bathing uh, in her body. And for but two weeks, not- they had been complaining to the landlord, like, it smells funny. Yeah. The and, water smells bad. And the, but the, the water tower was not opened. It was never open, and it was locked behind her. And it was locked behind her. There was no so way. So is it a hit job? But no, because there's you a video of her in the elevator. On an elevator. The elevator footage of her. She's she's acting really, really weird. Like she's running from she's trying to like look outside the elevator, she's look terrified. back in, and then all of a sudden, like her arms start moving in a really crazy way, and she's just, it is fucking it's nuts, man. What? This is not a movie. This, this is, is not, like this is real life. <laughs> can, the best performance the vid- art project. Can we watch the video is on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So ghosts, are you guys scared of? Ghosts. Yes, absolutely. It's an irrational thing that they should exist, but they fucking, I believe in them. There's a ghost in my family's cabin. We have this cabin, and it's this one-room shack that my parents and grandparents built together, and it's up in the mountains, in the Smoky Mountains, and we all sleep together. There's, like, bunk beds, and it's just one big room, Mm -hmm. and a couple of times throughout my childhood, I have woken up to hearing the sounds of, like, a baby sleeping. And you can hear like the soft cooing 
of a child and it's on this old apple orchard and people used to farm up in there and there was families that lived up there and I have woken up a couple of times and seen what looks like the shadow of a child sleeping on the foot of my parents bed in the corner of this cabin and I'd seen it I've seen it more than once like what the shadow look like it looks like a toddler curled up like asleep really peacefully but it's got like an unnerving feeling like it's obviously did the shadow have like I know obviously shadows are black but did it have like an off kind of color to it it did it was like kind of a purpley gray and in the shape of a child and I always would like have a dream with kids in the dream before I woke up and then I would I always like swore that I heard like you know like the cooing of like a little sleeping baby and that's happened multiple times and even still like as an adult I've had weird child dreams in that cabin man I'm telling you I totally believe in it I've had weird things I can't explain uh, this house that I lived in in Boca Raton was we were the we built the house. We were the first people to live in the house. But I always like felt something. I would see like shadows sitting in the chairs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And they were always like a bluish. That's why I asked. It's, like, it's like, always like a bluish kind of grayish shadow. Yeah. And like you can always like and I thought well, I thought it was my dad, but there's no answer, you know, and stuff like that. It was really fucking weird. And I would have like situations where doors would just slam shut and things would go missing for weeks and then just be on the counter, you know, and stuff like that. You know, we, it would happen to us a lot. And then. I, I I was hanging out with some kids in the neighborhood and I told one of them and they were like, yeah, they're like, we get it too. And then I we found out and then I told my parents, I'm like, they get it also. We started talking to people. Everyone in the fucking neighborhood was getting it. We found out the place was built on a plantation. Whoa. Yeah. Like, so yeah. everyone in the neighborhood was saying shit. Everyone was like, yeah, this is weird. And we all built our homes. Like we will, we started that neighborhood from scratch. And so it was like the land. That was fucking terrifying. That's how it was at the cabin, too. We built, we were the only ones on that mountain that had anything built. And there was a family that had farmed up there for a year, like back in the 1800s. And they were the only other people that lived on the land. Remember the John Moreno story? Oh, yeah. My favorite ghost story. You know this one, Cena? No. All right. I might butcher it a little bit, but I'm going to tell it just because we're talking about fear. Fuck it. So in Tallahassee, Florida, we're all living there. Very haunted uh, city. Very yes. haunted city. It's Real an old, up. like, Civil War kind of place. Like, shit went down in Tally forever. And John Moreno lived on campus in a house that shouldn't have existed. It was on campus. It was like a tiny little house. And it had a back step that led to nowhere. It had a back door that led to nowhere. Like, you would open it up, and it was like an eight-foot drop. It was a useless back door. It just kind of existed. And John lived in there and he had a roommate and they didn't talk about it for a while, but they all, they both kept having dreams where people would catch on fire and it was lots of fire dreams and stuff like that. And then one time John had a friend stay over in the morning. They were packing up. They're like, I'm leaving. I'm sorry. I saw somebody, I saw a burn victim walk from that room to the other last night. It's just like, that's what I saw. And then John also saw it. And he would hear it. Sometimes it would get really hot in the house and stuff like that. <sighs> And it was just always happening. It was to the point where he he moved. He just couldn't deal with it. It was too many things kept happening. He moved. Fast forward, we're all leave Tallahassee. I'm back in Tallahassee because my, my girlfriend at the time still lived there. We're driving by. Burned down. Wow. Fucking place burned down. 
I saw it was in ashes, just like on the ground. It's just like the shit. I don't know. There's like an energy that I don't know. It's it's, real. Every every culture, every culture believes in spirits and ghosts, you know. And so if that, if every, it's the one thing that we all believe in in the world. So if we everyone believes it's got to be some kind of truth to it, right? But, and well, I think that's why maybe like I'm not necessarily afraid of it. I think that's why yeah. I have such a crippling fear of failure that like that trumps any sort of like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. sort of like go. Yeah, this is great. Please, at least Do you have super any advice. advice? Yeah. <laughs> could I send you a script that you yeah. can pass along? You guys have heard about uh, the place that we record the creek in the cave has uh, is haunted. Yeah, Amber said that she saw a ghost yeah. back here. She that. saw a guy in a plaid shirt walk. The door was open. They're all playing poker in this room, in the studio. And a guy, she saw a guy walk by, and she waved at him. And then he like looked at her, and then kept walking. But then there was like a locked door in his way, and no one well, ever saw him. The come thing back. she did is she got up because she thought it was an open micer heading into a part of the property which isn't currently occupied, but is technically owned by the landlord. So we're not supposed to go back there which is the door right there. Mm -hmm. And she got up to go search to see if an open micer had gone back there to be like, hey, you can't go back there. She looked all around in there and nobody was there. And there was no way for someone to leave out of that. And then on top of that, we have someone who does um, construction work for us. So he came in one day to fix something or other downstairs at the bar. And our bar is located right underneath the kitchen and right to your right is the stairs. And he was here at about 4.30 a.m. on a Tuesday to fix this before we started opening up. Nobody was going to be in the building. All of the doors are locked. No one can get in. And wait staff and even the earliest kitchen guys aren't getting in for another, like, three hours. And suddenly he hears this footsteps right above him in the kitchen. And then suddenly he hears the sound of someone running down the steps. And he turns around thinking someone's going to be there. Nobody was there. Woo! Doctor! I love that shit. Yeah, being the only person inside of a... Like, that's why I would never want to live like, a in the man. mountains or one of those things where you're like... It, it, way more scary everyone's like oh New York City's got so much crime I was like no. there's strength in numbers though I could look out my window and at any point see people walking down the street if I was yeah. on like what if you're like living in an isolated area where the person's maybe a few like whatever a mile down the road or something and someone just simply innocently knocks on your door at like any, anytime after the no. dark you're like yeah. what the fuck you know yeah. what I mean like because if someone's knocking you can be like an apartment where you're just like I'm just not gonna answer the door and like they'll just like what if they walk around into your backyard like mm-hmm. oh I used to r- jump like my friends and I were like idiots as kids we would like fence hop mm-hmm. so we would just go from house to house just fence hopping running yeah. through the backyard and stuff like that because it was like oh we might get caught but there was a couple of times where we jumped over in the bushes and like the automatic spotlight went on yeah. so we were like freezing and like a person would come out and like look around and like to us we were like oh my god we might get yelled at but to them they were like someone's gonna kill yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. they're like they're like there are people back in the, in my yard like rustling you can hear in the yeah. bushes like that's a fucking well suburban fear is crazy like that is like it is scarier out in the middle of nowhere for sure just because i mean you're next you know yeah. you ever see that movie yeah. or like Dude. any of those like movie, uh, home invasion movies yeah. that i never movie, saw hush hush is on netflix and it like that did prey into every fear of that i would never not only would i never live alone in the middle of nowhere yeah. but she was deaf and so it was oh, all no. about she's in the middle of nowhere alone and she's deaf and this guy like knocks on her door and it's about a home, it's a home invasion movie of just one guy that figures out that she's deaf and like her trying to fight back against it. Oh. But it's like 
Yeah, man. If you have that kind of disability, don't be alone. It follows kind of plays on that, too, because so many of the shots and it follows is just a person that you don't know is dangerous or not just slowly walking. You don't know. Taps into that primal fear. And be like, oh, you're a fucking psychopath. I had no idea. I'll tell you what. New York City, I figure like almost every sidewalk block has had someone murdered on it at some point. Do not look up if people have died in your apartment. No. Because they have. Oh, absolutely. I used to sleep in a room where an old woman had just died in there. I mean, that was the first tenant after she had moved out. That was fun. It's a good deal. She didn't have a ghost. She was too old for a ghost. (laughs) She outlived her ghost. (laughs) Uh, Do do you guys ever have anything? You ever believe in ghosts? You get scared of ghosts? Uh, Yeah. I, I mean, I think, but I think like Cena, where it's like my other fears are so much more pertinent to me in my life that this is like, please, you know, it's like we, I remember there was this, uh, there was this tree over the football field uh, of my high school and, you know, Southern town, this amazing, awesome, beautiful new high school. And um, kids would go parking around there and everyone always would have weird shit happen over there. Turns out when they went to go try and uh, cut down the tree because it was over the football field, it was the KKK's historical monument um, as their hanging tree. And since they are still alive in my hometown, uh, it's not allowed to be cut down. And it is the creepiest because you can see right where people were hung. That happened um, when I lived in Tallahassee. I worked at our local radio station, which fire. was located on campus. And do you remember the big fountain at the top of the hill? Oh, yeah. yeah. So we would always have, so part of working at the radio station is that you'd work weird hours. A lot of people, when you first start, you start working on 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. shifts. So you'd be alone in the building. Nobody was there. The janitors have already gone home. And a lot of people reported hearing uh, part of the way that the building was set up it was, was there as a main stairs. And then there was a stairs that were only accessible to cleaning staff and the emergency exit for it came up right where we stored all of our CDs. And people would hear the sounds of people running up and down the stairs during their shifts when they're alone. We found out from someone who did some historical digging. That fountain is there because that tree used to be the hanging tree, not for specifically the KKK, but for all... Just for hangings in general. For all state-mandated deaths up until, like, the 1920s. It's right next to the Capitol building. It's right next to the Capitol building, and it's the tallest hill in Tallahassee. Yeah. So it should be a spectacle. Did you guys find that weird that, like, when there were those public hangings or, like, things like that, like, people would bring their children out and be like, watch this to me. Like, when you're like, why why are you making somebody... I mean... Fear. fear. If you hear that there's a hanging in Times Square... But right now, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh, Times Square hanging for sure. Like, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> hanging. I'm like, I don't want to go to. Wait, what are they gonna do? In front string of the up Spider-Man? Yeah. What are you suggesting? All the Elmos do them at once. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And the Elmo wearing a backpack gets on. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no. I mean, I would go. I'd go check out the hanging if it was. Happening. Yeah, but you're in a. I'm saying like people that bring their children. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Where it's Not like sure. a four year old. Like, hey man, don't judge how people raise their kids. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the witch burnings are even worse though, right? Because that's like literally watching someone burn to death. Slow death. Screaming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Screaming. It's a, it's a At least with the hanging, death. it's and a usually little just more. Because she knew how to read or something. When... Yeah, yeah. Which we shouldn't had, know how to read. Because you had opinions <laughs> on yeah. things. Yeah. 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 But the problem is not all hanging 
things uh, are quick, though. No, some of them take a really, if really yeah, long time. If your time. neck don't break, then but you even just that, they're still out. not screaming. I feel like it's a lot more like. Yeah. Ah, it's yeah. like uh, Eddie. I feel like your neck wiggling. would take a while to break. I got a very strong neck. Yeah, <laughs> I got a big thick neck. I have to get special shirts. <laughs> that is true. That's a hundred percent true. Remember when we went to get you that suit, and they were yeah. like, "Oh, we got to measure his neck." They got to get you yeah. like the airplane like seatbelt extender for your neck. As There's like this weird. thing where, it, like, when you work out at a very young age, I was like lifting weights at like ten years old. And my father used to like had he got he bought this strap and he would put it on my head and then there was a chain that came from the strap and we would tie like 25, 45 pound weights to it and I would just like arr, arr, and <laughs> up, up and down and just like I just like it. made my neck huge and now it's just like perfect. I mean I know I'm a big fat man but like I know the uh, but my neck is just way too big neck. for yeah. my body. It is just it's thick. Yeah, you can get fits. I guess so, it but does it's fit. It, it it has to. It'd be to. terrifying if you had a thin pencil neck. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be really weird. All right. Other last. All right. So we've talked about our fears. We've gone through everything. There's plenty more we could talk about. We didn't even go into animals. No. Fucking. I mean, I I I'm terrified of getting killed by a large animal, spiders, all that shit. Bears. What is the brighter side of fear? This is fear. This is the brighter side. A cynic's look at optimism. Uh, so I'll, I'll guess I'll, I'm just thinking about it. The brighter side of fear is, you know, you know, the opposite of fear, I guess, is happiness. And so, you know, like to go away from, uh, to me, I mean, people say face your fears, but at the same time, you know, you don't have to. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like, I'm scared of fucking crocodiles. I don't need to jump in a crocodile forever. You know, but, you know, I would also, it is interesting, though. Now I'm thinking about it, face your fears. I'd love to be in a boat, look at a bunch of crocodiles. That seems like a blast. I'd go into a shark cage, even though I'm scared of sharks. Would you yeah. really go into a shark cage? Absolutely. Oh, I would definitely. Oh, I saw a cage. video South where America? a girl guy- got bit. No, Did you see no. the one where the, the great white gets into the shark yeah, cage no, and then the guy somehow like wiggles out? Yeah. No. That's good swimming. Yeah. That's good swimming. But I, yeah, I, I hear you, Eddie. And I, uh, I, I think fear is the great mover. And I think yeah. fear allows us to see the opposite of that, of like what we want in our lives, actually, and what we want to try to avoid. And it allows you to be like, all right, well, that's the exact opposite of what I want. I better just go after this thing that I really want really badly. And I, I think that can I, really motivate you. And a lot of people, it seems, from even just being in this room, are terrified of not succeeding in their career. What are you talking about, Eddie? I'm yeah. great. We're all doing great. fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> working out well. Everything's fine. All right. Well, I think everything's fine, too. And... <laughs> <laughs> You know, but it, that is, I think, I, we get a lot of it because being in the entertainment industry, but Madeline also has, you're not in the entertainment industry, but you still have your fears of not succeeding and oh, being absolutely. stuck. I think that's yeah. universal. Yeah. Of not being good enough, not being, like, fast enough, not being creative enough, not being ahead of the curve, not, you know, being what with the th- times. Like, yeah, I mean, how, how do I keep up with an industry that's growing so fast and changing so drastically and especially like with the food network and everything that really fucks with what it means to be a pastry chef like yeah. my ideas of success are very different from everyone else's ideas yeah oh are you gonna be on the food network are you gonna make cupcakes no i'm not gonna fucking make cupcakes that's not my idea of success but in everyone else's eyes if i don't do that 
am I successful? So like, you know, exactly. Yeah, and you're what is a that? pastry chef, a bread, a bread, she- a bread chef. What do you think about this uh, this gluten thing that's going on right now? It's kind of does it hurt the Damn, business? We didn't want to get political this episode. Oh, I, I, thought. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a a very funny little fad, and it'll be over just like all the others. Everyone, you know, people used to like, not eat red meat because it was going to give you a heart attack, and now it's like fats are good for you. It, it changes all the time, and the gluten free shit. If you're a celiac, that's terrifying, and that's a real thing. If you think that gluten is a problem in your diet, take a look at the rest of your life, and it's probably something else. <laughs> it's not all of the beer. Yeah, it's not yeah, all the yeah. cigarettes. Loser. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jackie, brighter side of fear, brighter side of feeling fear, brighter side of your fears. I don't care what it is. What did you learn today? I mean, you know, I just know that I'm terrified of a lot. In general, the thing is that it's the baby steps. Like when Cena was talking about the the skydiving, I am not a face your fears kind of person <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. But I do it in very tiny baby steps. Last year on my birthday, we went on a hike. I'm the opposite of a, of any kind of outdoorsy person at all. Climbing scares me. Drops scare me. And they yeah. said that this was going to be an easy hike, and it wasn't. And I was with people that were very good. It's like, hop, 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 up oh, and just up like, and Oh, I hate that. You yeah, spring on a hill like a little fucking... And they just did it. What, you can't do it? A oh, oh yes. a lovely view. <laughs> Fuck you, you cocksucker. Like, <laughs> exactly. And I was so... They didn't understand. I was shaking, because it was like this huge scale of rock that there was nothing to grab onto, and it had like this huge drop in between it. And, you know, very slowly, while I sobbed, I did it. And it was one of those things. It was like, it was such a tiny baby step that for most people probably wouldn't be that scary. But for me, as someone that grew up in Queens, I don't want it. I don't like it. But even just that little bit made me feel better. I was like, okay, I can be at least part of a human being. I can at least go outside every once in a while. You know, it's like I'd rather walk around Forest Park. I think that's easier. But, you know, I got up on that rock. I did that fucking thing. But at the end of the day, you know, if I go into the water uh, at the Gulf of Mexico, I got my noodle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't go into the water without a noodle. Man, the heights thing, I mean, going up, it seems easier. Coming down, it's terrifying. It's scary. It's, it's all scary. Yeah. Mike? You actually just reminded me of another incident that happened to me in the ocean. Go with it. Let's hear about it. And then I'll get to the fear thing. I was <clears throat> surfing on this beach in Florida that was right you next cool to the fuck. jetties. Yeah. I mean, I was curving. <laughs> I got a haircut yeah. like a surfer. <laughs> <laughs> it actually has nothing to do with the story. So anyway, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was surfing, and the tide was really, I remember I started about 300 feet to the right of the jetties, and then I'm like trying to paddle out, and there's a really strong current. And then I like, I'm paddling, and I just happen to look over, and now the jetties are like a hundred feet from me. So I'm like, oh shit. So I turn the board like uh, parallel to the, to the beach oh, yeah. Yeah. and I start just trying to swim away from the jetties. It pulled me past the jetties and on the other side of it, which is open ocean. Oh, uh, and there's no, and like I was seeing people on the beach and I was getting further from them and like nobody was seeing me somehow. I was like calling out for help and everything. Oh my God. So then I jump off the board. I, I'm like a strong swimmer. I used to be like a lifeguard. So I'm like swimming 
towards it and I'm just I'm not gaining or losing ground and I'm like getting very out of breath so now I'm starting to become like, and this is also happens to be New Smyrna Beach is the number one uh, shark, shark attack beach capital, by, yeah, of the capital of the world yeah. uh, so I start like swimming backwards and I finally was able to like reserve some energy and swim back to the other side of the jetties which took about 25 minutes and Ugh. thankfully there was like a Japanese fisherman at the end of it by himself that were, like saw me and like helped me I was like crashing into the rocks and oh everything like that but God. I was having a real moment of being like I may have to just live it. on top of this surfboard <laughs> and hope that like a person like flies by and I can wave that I was like having a castaway Really, it was terrifying. So that's probably where that other fear comes from. But uh, the broader side of it was, it was a beautiful day out there. Oh, oh, that's but, but no, man, I think that uh, I think um, I think Greg Stone told me about this once too, which is that like your body, I think, can't detect. Um, like it, it processes anxiety uh, and excitement the same exact way. So if you're ever like afraid of something and it's really like giving you a ton of anxiety, if you just see that as excitement uh, for the task, they could say before it's a big show or whatever, if you're just mm-hmm. like, I'm actually not nervous about it, I'm actually very excited about it, you can kind of trick your body into like getting you amped up instead. Oh, I like Ooh, that. that. Fun, yeah. And like you said, if there's no fear, then there's no happiness. You know what I mean? We yeah. wouldn't know security. Wow. Good job. Good you you great stuff. <laughs> that, was great stuff. Yeah, that was really just good. a conglomerate of things. Mary, what do you think? I think uh, I think I read a great uh, book called uh, The Gift of Fear, and in you know we we're kind of separated. I think from the realities of being alive just based on the time that we live in but fear is good because overall fear the whole point of, behind it is like your body desperately screaming be alive don't fuck this up that's what fear is it's just your body being like if you do this you're really gonna fuck this up for you so i think overall and also the great thing about fear is the uh i've gotten the most amount of self-confidence by facing fears and getting past them Mm-hmm. You know, I think that facing your fears, especially starting out with small ones and confronting them are a great way to start building self-confidence in yourself. Because at a certain point, you know, you can turn around and be like, well, sometimes I don't feel so positive about myself or I struggle with anxiety or whatever. But at a certain end of the day, I know how to take care of myself. I know if, you know, a big fear I had when I first moved to New York was being like, you know mugged or attacked or something on the subway or whatever and i've had a couple incidences which were aggressive in public and living past them you're like well i know i can deal with it i know i'm a i take care of myself so i think bite 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 always bite and bears scared of bears All right, guys, this has been The Brighter Side. Thank you so much for listening. Be good to yourselves. Enjoy your life. I'm Ed Larson. Cena John, you heard Amber Nelson. Mary Kelly. Joining us is Madeline Osten. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank I love you. you. My ex-roommate of years, you're a wonderful human being. Miss Yeti. Get your bread at Sullivan Street Bakery. They serve it all <laughs> over America. Well, no, uh, Miami and then New York. Yeah, so Sullivan Street Bakery, if you're in Miami or New York, eat that bread. She brings me goods all the time. It's delicious. Jackie Zabrowski, page seven, sex and other human activities, roundtable gentlemen, cave comedy radio queen. Thank you. Love you. Uh, At Jackie Zabrowski, at Jack the Worm. 
Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Nah, man. Bitches be free. Fucking bitches <laughs> be free. Mike Feeney, thanks for coming by, buddy. Yeah. Uh, what, you got anything to plug? You got a show or something? Uh, I mean, you can follow me on the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, at I am Mike Feeney, and uh, go to Mike Feeney Comedy, or check out my podcast, uh, Irish Goodbye Podcast, which is a fun time. Just don't even, it's just silence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just don't show up just for it. processing here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, taking us out this week is Blue Sky by the Allman Brothers. Greg Allman, you're one of my favorite people in the world. I love you. I miss you. Uh, we can only play like two seconds of it because the Allman Brothers will sue us. But go listen to it. Listen to all the Allman Brothers, especially the song Win, Lose, or Draw. That song's amazing. And it's one of one of the later albums. Go, uh, so be good to yourselves. Listen to good music, no matter what it is. Rock and roll, fucking... I don't know what other instruments that other parts of the world have. You know who gives a shit. But listen to it if you like it, because it's uh, it's good for the mind and the soul. Blue Sky, Almond Brothers. See you guys soon. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to CaveComedyRadio.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.